0: I wanted to play an instrument Cause musicians are so cool And I wanted to be cool But I found playing an instrument Is kinda hard I tried the harmonica But I really sucked I tried the guitar But my fingers couldn't do it. I was ready to give up Then I saw a little instrument In the shop It didn't cost too much So I gave it a shot Now I play all the time And my friends do too And who knew Everybody's playing it Cause it's the New Black Welcome to Ukulele is the New Black. I'm Meredith Harper and I love to play the ukulele. In this podcast I talk to ukulele players to find out why this little instrument has become so popular. Today's episode was recorded on my recent visit to Vancouver. Guido Heistek is a very talented ukulele and guitar player, and he has a website called Ukulele in the Dark, which has a wealth of resources for ukulele players. I caught up with him in his studio on a cold, wet autumn day. I hope you enjoy it. Ukulele player, introduce yourself.
1: I'm Guido Heistek. I started out as a guitar player, and I'm now a guitar player and a ukulele player. I uh, have a website called Ukulele in the Dark, which I maintain, and... um, I teach and I play around the Vancouver area. And uh, yeah, it's basically my life now. It's teaching and that playing is a music. Yeah.
0: Very good introduction. Is it? A lot of information in that.
1: Was there? Yes.
0: Okay, good. Excellent. Now, I will be putting a link to your website in the show notes. Good. So listeners can go and look that up and 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 be impressed and amazed. Um so Hopefully. <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, so you said I guitar and you, so I can see on the wall here we're in your studio yep. and I can see a guitar and one two three four ukuleles
1: yeah those are the ones that are in view at this moment
0: how many but, do you own
1: Um, I don't know if there's too many there's a few more around the house at least two or three more hidden other places
0: that's quite modest really is it yes how long have you really? been playing that's my, the next question I don't
1: think so I think it's an excellent collection <laughs> So I have, thought I had more ukuleles than anyone.
0: <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I know people who, whose ukuleles number in the 30s. Whoa. Okay. Yeah.
1: Well. So, so how
0: many years have you been playing? Because I find ah. there's a bit of a ratio, but I want to see your answer first.
1: A ratio to how many ukuleles I have? Uh, so let's see. I started playing ukulele in probably the two, early 2000s. Okay. No?
0: Yeah, in that case, you're on the low side. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm a, I go the other way. I, I get rid of ukuleles as I... Longer I play, the fewer I have. (laughs) Did you say you get rid of you? Yeah, I don't understand. I I, I thought you wouldn't. I uh, no, I don't acquire that many, and uh, they tend to have them move out, and they're all kind of special in their own way. You know, well,
0: the ones I can see hanging on the wall are are lovely, and actually, there's got this little one over here in a case, which the viewers of this—they're not viewers, they're listeners—which listeners can't see, of Mm -hmm. course. But I was just admiring that before.
1: Yeah, yeah. So that's that one over there. Is uh for the listeners is a Kala but with two, two A's K-A-A-L-A that's a Jap- for the Japanese market only oh, and, interesting. and uh, it's not by the same company as Kala it's a different com- Japanese company that and my wife confusing. got me that that was the first ukulele I ever got it's, wow. all, it's a plywood uke but it sounds great and the one next to it is an old 50's S1 Martin um which is, uh, might even be it, maybe an S2, without, uh, I'm, not even, I'm not even sure. I'm never too sure, but it's an old Martin. It's a, an old soprano Martin from the 50s, and I have an old uh, T1 here, a tenor Martin from the, before the Second World War. Uh, I've made the mistake of referring to this ukulele as old, and there was plenty of people in the audience older than it. So, <laughs> so this, this is from the 1930, 1930- I don't, I don't know. This is from the late '30s. It's really old, and people went, ah, ah, ah.
0: <laughs> 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 old in ukulele years. Yes, yes, not in person years.
1: <laughs> yes, and, and this one is a baritone that um, the air made for me. They contacted me and said they wanted to make me a uke, and they made me this beautiful uke. It's well, nobody
0: says no to an offer like that. No one says no to an
1: offer. Anything to no to an offer like that.
0: Yeah. Wonderful. So, did you start with guitar?
1: Uh yeah, I'm a guitar. I still consider myself a guitar player. Sorry.
0: No, that's fine. We we, we take anyone on this podcast. Yeah, yeah. As long as you know what a ukulele is, that's all. of. Yeah. <laughs> so well, it's. No, um, you're not the first. We've had a few um people on who play guitar. Uh-huh. In fact, some who identify as guitar players. Yeah. So um, I'm um,
1: that's not a problem at all. Yeah, I am fully recovered from being a guitar player. <laughs> so I'm, I'm working on it. I'm a recovering guitar player. So.
0: So when did you start playing guitar? How long?
1: I started playing guitar at uh, seven. Wow. Yeah. So you know yeah.
0: how to do it now.
1: Yeah, I'm, I've been playing a while. Uh, it's one of the things that I try to point out to my students, you know, when they they ask me things like, I notice when you play, it sounds better. What are you doing? You know?
0: <laughs> Why can't I do that yeah. yet? <laughs> well,
1: you know, it takes some time, and so. So yeah, since I was seven, I am I'm, I'm what am I uh, forty six now, so it's thirty nine years. Yeah,
0: that's that's that thirty nine years.
1: That's a long time. That is a doing, long time doing, doing something, you know.
0: So, um, what inspired you to pick up a ukulele?
1: Well, I um I was living in Japan, and uh, ukulele the boom happened there. I think it was like the late nineties, something like that. That really seemed to take off. I don't know if that's when it happened here, but there's different phases in it. I remember hearing Jim. James Hill talk about that, and my wife got me a ukulele. Uh, actually, my friend Carl bought one, and I am a guitar player, so I could play it kind of instantly because yeah. the shapes are the same, as a lot of people know. And uh, so I thought it's the most hilarious thing. You know, uh, it was so high. What I what I loved about the ukulele when I first picked it up was this the reentrant tuning. I thought that was just um, wonderful. I loved how it kind of gave it a bend. like uh, wow you know because i think um there's a bit of a kind of a latent banjo player in me and when i picked that up when i when i heard that kind of that that kind of high drone sound i was like whoa that's cool (laughs) you don't really have to do anything else because i know where everything is but all of a sudden everything sounds different because that tune that yeah because that that fourth string is tuned an octave higher i thought that was really cool and you can do things like claw hammer you know That sound you can't do that on a guitar. You know, you can do claw hammer on a guitar, but those are sounds that you don't have access to on a guitar. So mm. it's pretty exciting at first, yeah.
0: So you, you don't go the low G route then?
1: I do actually. I do on my uh, on my tenor for okay. for more jazz stuff. Yeah, um, I really like having the low G. Actually, um, you know, like a. Well, that's something like. That was the wrong chord. I'll do that again. Take two. <laughs>
0: oh, another one. It sounded nice.
1: Oh, there it is. <laughs> you can leave all that in.
0: <laughs> now, I'll just point out for the listeners that you're not feeling 100% today. So no, no. So we, we'll excuse you any, any missed
1: chords. They don't have to know that. <laughs> don't, don't, don't show any sign of weakness. <laughs> no, it's true. I've got some kind of... We haven't decided it's cold, cold or allergies, and we've decided we weren't going to discuss it too much. So. No, never. no, no. So, um, <laughs> yeah, so that that sound, I love that sound uh, for um, for more jazz type stuff. You know. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, got it's that nice. kind of mellow. Yeah, Melisande. This particular uke wants to play that stuff. Now I won't call them old songs because I got in trouble for that. <laughs> but um, no
0: old ukes and no old songs. No old songs.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's that's. Uh, I'm not sure if that. I can't remember what the question was. Um, I think I talked for a fair amount of time. No, that, <laughs> I
0: don't know. It <laughs> doesn't matter. Um, we started with why you decided to, to play the ukulele, that right? Was, yeah, that one. Oh,
1: what, there. What, oh, you asked me what 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 did, what did I what attracted me to the mm. uke, and that definitely the reentrant tuning. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, there's a certain other um, thing about it too that um, the guitar, uh, you have these, uh, you have to consider bass notes and stuff like that. And I, I was trained as a jazz guitar player. Well, trained, I, I, I studied as a jazz guitar player in university, and um, there's just, the voicings are are much more. Uh, you have a lot more choices to make on a guitar because you have to consider where the bass note is, but with with just four strings to deal with the this thing called voice leading which is where each note goes to in the next chord works out in a very different way and it's Mm -hmm. much more um it's much more intuitive on a uke um the limitation is actually kind of an advantage okay so that that really attracted me too next question that's
0: good um so i'm assuming you're self-taught then seeing as you already knew how to play the
1: guitar yeah i was uh, you know i think i was essentially a self-taught guitar player and um I My dad taught me my first chords on the guitar, and I kind of went from there. I, I had teachers, though, um, um, but I, I spent a lot of time learning on my own from my father, from my uncle. Just used to get together, and he would teach me something. And I would go away and work on it, and then I got better than he was. And then, um, you know, and learning from, I was in bands with other guys, other kids, older kids in, in high school. Playing music with them and learning, watching, watching what they were doing, learning what they were doing. So, and then I went, I, I studied music in university. So I'm not an untrained player. Like I, I uh, learned theory and composition and all those things, which is still. Very much the basis of my uh, teaching now is is to is that I know those things. Mm, yeah. And I, I really had to go to school to do those things. I wouldn't have learned them on my own. It's hard to find the motivation. You have to have some kind of level of fear to learn <laughs> theory, I think. <laughs> because it's, it's not something it's, that just spontaneously happens, i No. Found, you know. And it,
0: one of these things I think I should understand theory yeah. better. And occasionally, actually, the thing I, I do which helps me sometimes with theory, because I, I did play the piano when I was younger. Right. And just... Looking at a chord on a ukulele, you, you put your fingers there. You don't really know what notes you're playing. You, don't know you what just it know is the shape. shape to, but then yeah. you go and, and oh, I think it was a, a sus four and a sus two chord. I never really knew what that was until yeah. I did Look on the piano and other right. Thought, oh, it's so obvious. It's when obvious you see on the, the notes. Piano. It's but true. on a ukulele, you don't. It could be anything. Yeah, you just know a shape.
1: And it's kind of an advantage, and it's kind of also in terms of theory, it's a disadvantage because you can get away without it. Yeah. In a way, but that is um, that that uh, element of the instrument. Where the shapes are the real, where the, the shapes are very important and relationships between shapes. I, I, I call it the graphic. It's a graphic instrument. Yeah. And you can move a shape around and it still plays the same thing. Piano's not like that. It's not graphic. It's not exactly the same shape. It changes because of sharps and flats. Mm-hmm. It's roughly the same shape, but you still have to do a bit of calculating. But on a guitar, it's an actual, or a ukulele. It's actually the same shape. It's incredibly powerful, which is why there's so many self-taught musicians, I think. On the guitar. Oh, there's lots on the piano as well. But I think people teaching themselves rock and things like that on the, on the guitar. It's, it's largely because if you learn anything in one place, you can always transfer it to somewhere else, play in different keys and becomes, it becomes, uh, material. Yeah. yeah. To work with. It's one of my big interests. I'm on re- a new book. I'm writing a new book about that. Oh, cool. About uh, calling it chord-shaped constellations. And well, it's that's about- a good night. Yeah. Don't steal it. Copyright.
0: No, well, Copyright, Look, 2019. We have it recorded now, yeah, so we, if now, know.
1: <laughs> you know, now you know where it came from.
0: So how long have you been teaching?
1: I've been teaching um, something, one thing or another, since I was, uh, oh boy, for a long time, you know, since I was in my 20s at least in university. Okay. I was working with kids teaching music at, a, at a, like a summer camps and things like that. And I've, uh, I taught English in Japan for 10 years while I was there. Oh, and wow. I, and, I, and I worked as a musician there at the same time, and I taught music there as well, uh, at, junior, at a college, uh, in Japanese, by the way, which was, which it was must hair have raising. A
0: challenge. It was,
1: yeah, my wife had to translate, uh, my less, daily lesson. It was a cooperative effort. My students had to meet me halfway.
0: Well, so, I guess they're, they're kind of learning English at the same time as you're learning uh, Japanese.
1: Yeah, yeah, I would speak j- muddled Japanese and, or English, and we'd get through it. Composition, and i taught guitar there. It was, it was crazy. I still can't believe I did that. And um, so, yeah, I've been teaching a while. And uh, when I arrived in uh, Vancouver, I, uh, I wasn't sure what I was going to do for a living. And we lived in a small apartment, and we had a little atrium. And I thought, I could teach in there. And I contacted Ralph Shaw, who you may know of. He's a. I don't know anybody. No, you don't know anybody. <laughs> you're finding out. This is how you find out: meeting people through That's the podcast. Right, exactly. <laughs> Ralph Shaw is very important. <laughs> well, I don't know if Ralph. Yes, Ralph Shaw is, was very is very important here. He moved. He moved to England, but uh, he started the Ukulele Circle here.
0: Okay.
1: Um, now I got to be careful because I might give false false information about Ralph. Sorry, Ralph. We listening. can always
0: fact check it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put a disclaimer so, if you So I called up Ralph Shaw and, uh, and said, hey, I'm a ukulele teacher. And I'm actually, I'm, I actually, I th- I realized there weren't any ukulele pl- teachers in town. Ah, and there's a teach guitar you know? teachers. Yeah, yeah. yeah, there's tons of guitar teachers. This, yeah. this, this is kind of the question, how did you change my life, you know? Oh, it really to, we haven't a got job. to that question. Yeah. Have, okay, don't. So I'm not, I'm not answering that, an, question. As as answer that question. As soon as
0: you answer that question, it's the end of the podcast. Is
1: it? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> So the hold The machine disappears. Um yeah so I called him and I said I'm a ukulele teacher and he said oh I'll get right let's get together uh, no no he said I'll I'll recommend some people to you so he, he actually he sent some people to me cuz he wasn't teaching privately at all at that time and nobody else was really in the town in town in the town and uh so I got a bunch of students and then he said um actually call me back he said actually I should probably get together with you and see if you can play <laughs> 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 so he came over we played he said I was okay and <laughs> he realized that he doesn't know what we sending people to going on spec I uh I'm a ukulele teacher I just thought my claim and so that's um that's how I got started as a teacher here so yeah I've been teaching a while
0: and do you play aside from teaching do you do you still play with, with bands with other people
1: yeah uh right now I play with uh, a singer called Karen Plato um She's a jazz singer. She's a, she's a, a quite a, a, a spectacular singer. And she, some years ago, started playing uke a little bit. And she's a piano player. And uh, in our duo, though, she plays uke and I play uke. I usually play mostly baritone or guitar, some tenor. And she plays her concert uke. And um, she's an incredibly uh, gifted musician. And um, she wouldn't say so, but she's very, very... Well, she, she's very down... Um, she uh, downplays her ukulele playing, but I think she's in very, very musical on the u. Um, so I enjoy playing with her very much.
0: So yeah. that's just jazz. Is jazz the thing you play the most, or is it just one of many things?
1: I went through a period for a long period when I was wanting to be a singer songwriter, and I, 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 um, I had this the my 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 uh, pen name was Nikki Needle while I was in Japan, oh, and. Yeah. and uh, and so I was writing mostly in the kind of more folk genre, um, folk rock, I'd say, you know. And it's really when I, um, I'll well, have to be careful, I'm going to start answering that last question again. <laughs> it's really when I, when I got the uke that I, that I started, um, becoming more interested in playing jazz again. Okay. Because the, th- the things that I knew from, uh, jazz theory started to make sense to me more on the limited scale of the uke. It's interesting, isn't it? Guitar. Because you
0: don't put think of uke and jazz as being natural friends. Having said that, I do. Well, there are some.
1: Yeah, there are some notable you know players like Lyle yeah. Ritz and, and others. But yeah, not like not, not really. No. Not no, not mm-hmm. not something you see that often. And I, and I guess in that way, that's been very helpful for me because it's kind of a niche. That's not you know. It's kind of um. Is more special than a guy who plays jazz guitar in a way because mm. there's there's a lot more people doing that
0: yeah so. well now that you've said that can you can you play something
1: you want me to play something yes, okay please. i'll play something for you i, I think what i'm going to play uh i haven't well i'm going to play a one of the first things i arranged when i received when i got this instrument so it's a um somewhere over the rainbow <laughs>
0: <laughs> now I noticed too, just watching you play that, it's all with your thumb, which is which is such a. But when I started playing ukulele, I always use my thumb because I like the sound better. Yeah. But I I kind of stopped doing it because I have trouble with the up. Yeah. With a thumb. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I assume you you. you sweet before you, you do, I all, do all kind of different styles yeah. depending on, on the song, but it's, it's a lovely soft sound. Is yeah. Because of the thumb, isn't
1: it? I can talk about that for a second. Please do. Yeah. The the I just find that that on this. Well, One, this instrument, it really wants the thumb. I mean, it's just just obvious to me. It doesn't sound as nice when it's picked with the fingers. Yeah. It does, really get, gets gets that the rich, richness. Now, on the other hand, something like something like the uh, the baritone, um, likes the fingers a little yeah, better. it's, it's warmer, know? isn't it? Yeah. So yeah. it's like it depends on what all you listeners out there, you have to find what the instrument wants to do and and do it. So I find that it, with this instrument it's really the thumb that really I can get at that tone. Yeah. And um on the I'll I'll find myself on the soprano using my fingers a lot more. It must have to do with tension of the strings, I'm not exactly sure, but it seems to be that's what wants it mm. wants that. So Yeah
0: I guess each one has its own little quirks its own, yeah, doesn't
1: it? It does. Each instrument has the way it wants to be played. And it takes some time. You know, um, when I got that instrument, I've never been any good at trying out instruments in stores. I always find some reason not to buy them. You know,
0: right? so, Usually the price tag.
1: Well, there's that. <laughs> well, there's that, that. There is that. But this I bought online. I just said, oh, it's a good instrument, I'm sure. And he sent me a recording, and I liked the sound of it. And I, how do you know it was the actual instrument being played? You know, you can't, you have can't to trust, trust people, to, trust some extent, people to, yeah. to do it. and he, I, th- I, don't, I believe that he was sending me... But you never know, right? So, um, I got it. The first thing I strummed it, I was like, God, this isn't very nice, is it? And I was like, God, I oh, I don't know. I think I've made a mistake, you know? And it took me, it took me a little while to hear what was good about it and, um, to be able to hear, whoa, whoa. And then, and now when I pick it up, I think, gosh, that thing's really special. It's not perfect. There's lots of things that, that are not. Um, there are a lot of things that I'd, I'd like it to be better in some ways, but to hear what's good about it takes some time. Yeah. So I can never hear it in a store. There's too much going on. So you can't really, you can't form that relationship. So no. it needs to be like an arranged marriage. You, yeah, know, yeah. you need, It needs to arrive. <laughs> and then I go, okay, we learned to love each other. You know, it's like, uh, because otherwise I can talk myself out of it too easily. Yeah. So that's uh this one came into my life that way. That one, that one, oh, okay. that one was given to me, that one too. Like yeah. that's how I've ended up with all my instruments that they kind of, you should have this. And mm-hmm. then okay, they, they, you don't yeah. find
0: them, they find you. Yeah,
1: it's true. Yeah. It's really true. And I, and I, uh, I, uh, I, uh, I, uh, I convinced myself that I can, I can handle the music store and I'll try and buy one. I, I, I often end up returning them. <laughs> <laughs> They don't like to see me walking through the doors anymore. Those, like, oh, they roll guys. their
0: eyes. And say, hey, here <laughs> here comes we comes again. again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> anyway, I'm kind of blabbing on here, but
0: no, that's fine. We can well,
1: think... You can edit out whatever you.
0: want. No, I'm going to let that in. That, yeah. was all, that was all interesting. We'll, we'll we'll do the question now. Yeah. How has ukulele changed your life?
1: Well, I think it. I think um, the thing that's the thing that's uh, amazing about ukulele is the ukulele, that there's a community. Um, and it's uh it's accessible and so um so it's really given me a voice and an o- it's given me an audience really and um that i don't think would have existed for me had i been solely a guitar player and so um through the through the blog and through and through uh not the blog well my, my website um it's really given me like a, a, a kind of a place, a niche to fit into, you know, and um, I guess that sounds, I mean, I don't like to say it that way, but it, it feels like there was, a, there was a place that was there for me to occupy, whereas it was not really clear what that would be as a, as a guitar player, musician mm-hmm. in the world. So it's really given me kind of an identity
0: okay.
1: um, in that sense. Um, the other thing, too, is how it, it resurrected my interest in jazz. Like mm. that's really um, a big one, and my interest in arranging, and, and 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 again, there are so many guitar players around. There are so many guitar players, and because I I play uke and I've come to specialize in that, in like and a certain kind of uke playing, I've had opportunities that I would have never had as a guitar player. Like yep. uh, I've been, I've had the opportunity to play. Uh, and work with uh, my guitar teacher from university in a se- in, in a setting, you know, to, to go to uh, work in a workshop and do performances and stuff in the same stage, where I would have never had that opportunity had I just been a guitar player. Yeah,
0: you would have been one of many. One of many. But and now so, you're special.
1: Now if That's the thing. I mean, that seems like a selfish thing, but that's really... And in terms of... Um, hopefully, it's been mutually... Hopefully, I've given as much back to the ukulele community as i've been given from them because it's really afforded me to, to be able to continue doing what i do as a teacher as well
0: and i think if anyone looks at your website they can see your you're giving back
1: yeah. yeah yeah i hope so mm. i hope so
0: and so I'll, as i it's said before there'll be a, a link to that in the show notes so everyone please go and go and have a look at it okay it's awesome anyway, great thank you so much for talking to me it's Thanks. been a pleasure thank you Ukulele is the New Black is produced by me, Meredith Harper. I wrote the theme tune and it was performed by me, Jasmine Fellows, Jeff Skellums, and Jim Croft. Graphic design is by Seb Carrero. Episodes are released every second Monday and you can subscribe on iTunes or pretty much anywhere podcasts are found. If you want to support the show, subscribe, please subscribe. Give us a review on iTunes and go to the website ukuleleisthenewblack.com where you can donate via PayPal or you can buy some merch. Now please get in touch and let me know what you think of the show. I love getting feedback from listeners. I've had a few requests recently for the chords to my theme tune, so I've put them up on the website for you. If you can play a great version of it, record it and send it to me. You never know, I might even feature it on the show. I'll be back in two weeks with another episode.